Scott and Liam versus Evil. Aw, oh, bro, it's podcasting time again, and I'm so pumped. Uh, you know, I'm so ready to record this podcast. I've been fucking lifting all day. My muscles are tight and jacked. Oh man, it feels good to be pumping iron. Did you go to the gym this morning, Scott? Yeah, uh, yeah, first time. <laughs> <laughs> how long do you think you stick at it? Well, I've went once, so forever, obviously, so that's how it works. That's one more time than me, so I'm impressed. <laughs> uh, well done. What are you actually doing? Well, I went, today I went, because I, I think I know what I'm talking about, right? Is it your induction? <laughs> no, 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 i done that last week. <laughs> I, I feel like I kinda, in life I know a little bit about a lot of things. So I've do there's a couple of kind of personal trainers online, got big social media followings that I follow. Um, one of them we know personally, mm-hmm. uh, who's doing actually to be fair, he's just done an Ironman, and that's pretty impressive. Um, the other two, the one of them's Joe Wicks, mm-hmm. and I followed him for a while until I heard somebody else talk about a guy called James Smith who was bad mouthing Joe Wicks, and I thought, right, let me find out why then. And this boy James Smith literally just. Cuts all the bullshit and just says... It's the team cunt guy. The team cunt guy. Yeah, I put that in somebody's top last week because they're going to some seminar for him. Nah, no, he, <laughs> I, to be fair, I think he is actually... Seems like he knows what you're talking about. I've watched a, a whole bunch of videos of him and he's just like saying all these... Diff- he's, he's, he'll give his reasons for saying all these different you know, bullshitters are talking shite. Uh-huh. Um, and one of the main things he doesn't like about Joe Wicks is that he's sold out. And he's got his face on all these proteins and all these different things. He says, these are the things you don't actually need to spend money on. These are expensive supplements that you don't need to spend money on. You can do all this stuff without buying out the bullshit. I cannot believe one gym session has led to you <laughs> name dropping no. three fucking personal trainers. <laughs> no. Right, but what I'm getting at is I can I know that the idea. So today I was I went for a bit of cardio and I'd done my, my legs and back. That was what I was aiming at today, right? So I've done all the leg stuff like that, you know what I mean? Um, it's my first time. I won't lie. My my, my weights were were easy. They were they were light. They weren't mm-hmm. as heavy as some of the uh, other guys in the gym had them set at. By the time I was on like my kind of last uh, reps, that's uh, repetitions <laughs> for you if you don't know. It's how many times you do a particular exercise. So I was on my last set of reps, and uh, as I was kind of the controlled uh, release, the second half of the exercise, I was just shaking, and I was I could feel the things going. I was like, "Fuck, people are gonna look at me, man." But obviously that's because I gave my, my muscles a real good deep burn. <laughs> right? And what I wanted to do after that was the last exercise I wanted to do was the kind of lap pull downs, um, which I didn't use at the start because it didn't have the attachment on it. And I thought, oh, I don't know what attachment is to put on. And then when I was at the end, I was thinking, right, okay, I'm just going to go and use it now. There was like a big fucking proper gym rat using it. And I just went, nah, and just left. <laughs> uh, I went to the gym once and my arms after the warm up got so tight that I was, they were like solid for a week, I couldn't really move them, and when I went into the co-op to get chicken, I had to get the woman to push the change <laughs> into my pocket as I turned around, because I couldn't bend my arms to lift it, and I swore that I would never ever go to a gym again, and I would go through the rest of my life eating kebabs, which is also why I've had two heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good, uh, it's a good um, way to live your life, I have to say. What, kebabs and heart attacks? Kebabs and heart attacks, yes. <laughs> uh, welcome to Scott and Liam versus Evil, episode 102. I'm Liam. And I am Scott. We need to do it different. We need to, you need to come first, like Ant and Deck. <laughs> come first, like always. Take them a <laughs> um, uh, Okay. You have, you're going to have to go stage left, 
Stage right. Stage right. Stage this right. is so weird because how are we going to remember this? We've done it for 102 the opposite way. This is going to be a hard ha- habit to break. This is going to be a harder habit to break than me joining the gym. Uh, that's true, actually. But it's, do you know what? We're getting to the point that we're becoming celebrities, Scott. In our, in our own heads. I know. No, I, I think it's real. That's true. <laughs> so we have to stand like Ant and Dick. We have to stand with Scott and Liam. Okay. Okay. So right. We can do this. Let's we try need again. to do it okay. while you introduce yourself okay. and I introduce myself. And then the we're rest of the episode should just be me talking, just yeah. so it doesn't, like, it's not mind numbing for people. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to Scott, <laughs> welcome to Scott Lean vs. Evil, episode 102. I am Scott. And I am Liam. That sounds a bit better. That sounds a bit better, yeah. Okay. Although, do you know what? It doesn't sound natural now. Because, hmm. do you know what I was going to I honestly nearly did. I always nearly said, I'm Liam, because I'm so used to hearing your name come first <laughs> at that part. That's why. <laughs> but we'll get it, we'll get it, we'll get used to it. Anyway, let's get boosted into this episode. Uh, so, this episode is my pick. We've tried to record this a few times. Uh, for the people that are in the Facebook group and don't know, we've had serious mic issues, which the mic manufacturer are looking into. So I'm not going to badmouth them yet. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we get a free mic out of it. If we don't, then be prepared for episode 103 for me to... Storming the seriously mic abuse them. warehouse. We could do a live stream. Yeah. Like Area 51. Yeah. Except less people will die. Yeah, it sounds, sounds uh, good. Uh, so we are recording it live together for the first time in... Well, for since, the first uh, time in forever! It's actually the first time since episode 100. Is it? Wait, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, and it's my pick, so it is a subtitled movie. It's also Japanese. I'm, I'm sure Scott couldn't fucking wait to watch it. I know how he feels about this movie, which angers me, so I'm not going to look at him right now. Uh, Naroi the Curse. It's available on Shudder, UK and possibly US just now. If you want to pause this, go and watch it and come back. Would you recommend that people do that, Scott? No, yes, just, you would. No, just listen to the show. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so the synopsis is a documentary filmmaker explores seemingly unrelated paranormal incidents connected by the legend of an ancient demon called the Kagutaba. We'll play the trailer, which will just be a lot of eerie noises and Japanese. Uh, and then we'll get into it and find out why. Because I really want to know why. You've not enjoyed this. Konnichiwa, mushy mushy. It's pretty good, my Japanese. It's getting better. 
Better than your Spanish. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> How you get on your Spanish? Uh, well, I kind of stopped it. <laughs> and again... Stops it to go to the gym. So yeah. then stop the gym to learn Japanese <laughs> and then stop that to learn Spanish again. Like the last time I stopped learning Spanish and put a break in it, um, I forgot everything I'd learned. And I think that's pretty much happened again. <laughs> Can you not do any Spanish right well, now? I know, that, I know like C and dos cervezas, por favor. Like, mm. But other than that... That's it. I can't tell anybody that my pal talks Spanish now. Uh, I mean, you don't need to tell them how much. <laughs> no. Hola, dos veces, por favor, gracias. <laughs> I always feel weird saying gracias because you grew up learning. If you if you lived in a British family and you went abroad to Spain on holiday, your dad told you it's gracias, <laughs> like a gracias, <laughs> like a grassy bum. So that's what you say all the time. And I think, is that right? There must be like a, an accent, a pronunciation. It's not just gracias. Is that gracias? Gracias. Well, it depends if you're from Catalonia. It's, you, you do your that with a T H. Everyone else, it's not. I got in a taxi once in Spain and said merci. So, <laughs> so <laughs> fuck that, I know. Uh, so, Naroy the Curse. It is a found footage movie from Japan. It is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly good. I just don't <laughs> understand. It's because you don't know Japanese. Were you reading the subtitles? I was trying to. The thing is, they speak so fast and the subtitles are moving so fast and you still need to watch the stuff that's happening on the screen at the same time. It's difficult to watch a subtitled movie. It's difficult to watch a Japanese subtitled movie because the language is so completely different. And then also, they've got Japanese characters up at some points telling you where to go and the subtitles are over the Japanese characters so I can't fucking read what's going on either. <laughs> but you're watching it on your fucking phone in the toilet so with one eye shot you can still see the entire screen. You can take in all the subtitles. You can take in everything that's happening on the screen. It's just a difficult situation to find yourself in. Because you can't read. It's an affliction. <laughs> How did you do your induction? Did, like, did somebody come along with you and write your name in that for you? For the gym? Um, or did you actually do it yourself? No, my wife done it for me. <laughs> <laughs> she filled in the forms before we went. Uh, right, jigger through your notes and right. let's find out where this movie fell okay. flat for you. This movie is another five skull movie on Shudder. And again, we'll see. <laughs> uh, yep, Liam loves a subtitle, which, as we've just discussed, is double work for me. But is it, I'll watch an English-speaking movie with subtitles. But, like, you'll have the subtitles on? Yeah. Aye, that's fine, because you subconsciously read and listen at the same time, whereas you're not listening and reading at the same time, you're just reading and trying to listen, but the, the listening's doing something different for the reading, so it puts you off. No, but you're still listening, so you doesn't can make still... You any, it doesn't make you cooler to have a, to pick four movies, you know? It doesn't make you intelligent. Yes, it does. <laughs> it makes me eight times more intelligent than you. <laughs> and eight times cooler. <laughs> uh, but no, I'll still put subtitles on, because I'm always worried that I miss something. And in foreign movies, you can still hear the tone and the, the passion in the voices. You know, if they're angry, you know, if they're sad, you know, if they're confused... As you're reading, I don't understand why you and a few other people have such fucking issues with it. It's just, I mean, it's not, it's not always the case. It's like some movies were given the American remake treatments because uh-huh. they were good, yeah. And <laughs> then you watch the originals and you think oh, that's all right because it's almost shot for shot remakes. So I know the story, I know what's going on. Other movies were not made given remakes, or if they were given remakes, they were not as publicised or well known, and that's because they were shite. It's not because they were shite. At all. It's just because nobody has decided to remake it because the original is so fucking good and so creepy and so tense that why remake it? Because it will just ruin it. Well, let's just talk through this movie and decide <laughs> which parts you're talking about. So... Open a can because I'm already getting annoyed. <laughs> I also actually might open a window because it is fucking boiling. Yeah, I know. Like, 
see when you went to the gym, did you lose all uh, temperature control of your body? It's it's actually the heating's actually not on. It's just the, the heat radiating from my pumped muscles. <laughs> That's like a fucking furnace. So your muscles must seriously, <laughs> seriously be burning. No, it's actually I put the heater on to dry my jeans because I washed them this morning and I wanted to make sure they were dry just in case me and Liam hit the town after these recordings. This recording, we're not doing two in a row, <laughs> or maybe we are. Um, right. So this this movie is like the Chinese most haunted, okay? Because you follow this boy, Japanese. Who, aye, sorry, Japanese. <laughs> uh, oh, this is this is early in the movie. I didn't realise it was Japanese at this point. Um, uh, obviously, later I heard them talking a lot more and seen the characters like like the written words, and I obviously I knew it was Japanese <laughs> then. I mean, they're clearly different. Well, it's that what as Japanese like what's the alphabet called? Okay. Katana, uh, katana, 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 katana. Bit. It's the name of a sword. What is it? That it's called kanji. Kanji. I was close. to <laughs> give me a key. Um, yes. So this is like the Japanese most haunted. Uh, only I couldn't tell if they were trying to make it real. You know, like the, like the Blair Witch tried to pretend it was real, or if it's just always presented as fiction. Um, so the the guy's like a, a journalist, and it's like. There's always just there's some people who just flat out demand the truth, like it means more to them than death. Now I can't understand, I can't put my my mind, my face in that character because that just sounds dodgy to me. Like, um, it it kind of works in Blair Witch because there's three of them, and she's just saying, well, it kind of doesn't. I don't understand Heather's motivation at all, uh, in the Blair Witch. It doesn't work in this because I think why the hell are you getting his actually it does work in this because he never actually gets himself to a point that seems dangerous because the story's so bullshit it just happens without realising um, but like <laughs> do you remember the movie Cloverfield when the boy yeah. had to film the whole thing I'm like honestly there's a fucking Godzilla creature came out the water drop the camera but that's where this works then because yeah you understand why this guy's filming everything that he's filmed yeah I mean I guess it was just like watching the movie and know that it's got in fact it starts by telling you he's went missing so it's like why did you why did you follow that? Why did you just say, "Oh fuck this story, man, I'm out"? But you you then want to know why? Why how is he went missing? Let's look at the project he was working on before he went missing and find out if we can piece together what's happened to him. And that's way more believable and way more interesting than, like you say, movies like The Blair Witch, where you think, "Well, no, if I was lost in the fucking woods, the last thing in my mind is just keep filming. We turn the camera off, and that's it. You're not going to see the fucking movie." This makes sense because he's making a documentary, and well, so like they technically. But they were. And really, when you're lost in the woods, you don't really have anything else to do because you can't just say, "Enough, fuck, I'm going home," because they were trying to go home and they couldn't. Ah, but why were they still filming? Because what nothing else to do. Hmm. They, really, they probably would have realistically. They probably just went on like a fucking two guys and a girl banging trip in the woods, wouldn't they? <laughs> no, you got to die out there, and you may as well. Yeah. Um. So there you go. If you're ever in the woods and you're going to die, <laughs> find another couple and bang them. <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 story that this journalist is, is working on is he's going investigating uh, this woman who hears baby voices um, from her flat. Uh, but she says that the neighbor they're coming from like the neighbor's house, but the neighbor's doesn't have a baby. She's got like a eight year old boy. So he's like, well, I'm going, I'll go and see the neighbor then. Like you're going to make the the woman next door sound like a fucking loony. <laughs> and then they're like saying, oh, it's some kind of animal sound. It's a greeting baby, and that reason I'm out. Now, I don't remember this note if that means that I'm saying that was scary. Because that sounds quite scary. That sounds scarier than actually watching the movie, what I've just read out. But, like I say, I don't remember feeling scared in the movie, so I feel as if I'm just like, ah, fucking fuck this, man. You just can't be bored with scary babies. Scary babies? Scary babies. 
Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they go in this house with the wee boy. She says, no, there was no noises coming for here. Or that she said there was, there was greeting babies. And then there's some dead pigeons. Right. Right. And uh, then they go, bye-bye. You've got such a confused look in your face. I don't understand what's <laughs> nah, I know, because the thing is, nothing really ties together until like, the end scenes. So this is like hard to follow all the way through. Is Or flip that on its side, and it's so interesting and intriguing to follow because the whole movie, you're thinking, what is this? How does this link together? And you try and work it out for yourself. It's not just a movie. It's an experience. <laughs> it's like that? a murder mystery thing. You're trying to piece it together along with the director you are you are involved in the story they're not just taking you by the hand and walking you through it going this links to this and then that links to that and then by the end of it you're like oh cool we all get to the final point together I've been walked through it I like work for it I like having my hand held though work for it it's like we went to that secret screen the other week there Uh, in the cinema and it was the Bruce Springsteen movie well before it started and until I kind of got into the movie, uh, I was I felt slightly anxious because I didn't know what was going to happen. It was like I like to read the synopsis. I don't like to know spoilers, but I like to see a synopsis uh-huh. and I like to know the general direction the movie's going to go. This didn't tell me fuck all. And I think that's way more interesting and consuming because you're going through the right, like you're learning everything at the same time he is. So later on when the pigeons appear again. In your head, you're linking it going, well, the last time the fucking pigeons were there, it was not a good thing. So this isn't going to be, this isn't going to turn out well. I just, I just don't know. And then they go, oh, what happened here? And you go, shit, A, B and C all happened earlier. This has obviously got something to do with that scene. Oh my God, it all makes sense. I mean... Rather than just sitting with your cranes thinking, oh, please, somebody help me (laughs) and guide me through this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he's still talking to this woman and the wee eight-year-old boy and as he leaves the house they're like bye-bye and then it just cuts to black with a screen that says they died five days later <laughs> Jesus Christ but it's a do- you've got to say that he's filming a documentary you're watching the documentary he's putting together so if he's showing it to a crowd when he puts up that they died later this is a real documentary so you're like well, that's fucking terrifying mm-hmm. these people died if it was Louis through and he was interviewing at the fucking Westboro Baptist Church and it smoked a few of them and crop at the end these guys died five days later you'd be like fucking good they deserve it His, but you would still be like you would fully believe that these people have died that was not a good fucking <laughs> description there the, 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 the way they've said about this wee boy and his mum dying is you then go holy fuck like they died something sinister's going on is there a movie right that's like Louis Theroux, like going and doc- like a documentary. So like just like Louis Theroux, and he's going, he's uh, talking to this kind of group of people, right? And then it's he's talking them through the whole thing, the whole movie, the whole like hour, and, the whole hour, right? In the last mm-hmm. half hour, right? The whole maybe around ten minutes, and then it's leading up to something, and you're not entirely sure what. And at the end, it just turns out they're all like kind of a cult, like and they're building up to like some kind of ritual or something. And he's kind of stuck in it. Is there a movie that actually goes like that? Well, this in a way. Because you're watching a documentarian do a documentary, go and interview people, piece it all together himself to get to the final picture, and the final picture is this fucking horrific thing like this. Um, no, I, I think I could write it better than this thing. Are you thinking like the, like say it was Jonestown, if you if Louis Theroux's 
and yeah. Jonestown at the end of it, it becomes a cult. There probably is a movie out there. Sounds like a good movie. There's probably a movie about Jonestown that's exactly like that that we're not thinking about. Mm. Did we not do it for the podcast? Maybe. Is the sacrament not like that? Yeah, maybe, but I think we could write a better one. Yeah. Could we? Yeah, that well, I think so. <laughs> right, so then it cuts to a Japanese TV show about a psychic in a school who's making all these wee kids try to see if they're psychic. So he's got like a picture in an envelope and he says, try and think what's in this picture and then draw it. So all the wee kids are drawing shite, drawing squiggles, drawing houses, drawing fucking pish the way kids do. And there's one wee girl that's drew... Pish is actually quite a hard thing to draw. <laughs> there's one wee girl who's drew a double circle, but it's not just a double circle. If you imagine a clock, the one and the 11 are gaps on both the circles, which is exactly what's in the envelope. Oh my God, she's a fucking psychic! Imagine that was a real documentary you're watching. That would be quite freaky. Yeah, no, it would be quite freaky, right? But then what happens is they they give they can continue to give tests and she gets them right every single time. She's like getting them right. You know how in like Ghostbusters when Bill Murray's like showing the cards and like fair enough the lassie's getting them wrong, but she's saying he's she's getting them right because he fancies her. But the boy who's actually getting them right and he's just saying no just to kind of piss him off and he's zapping him. He's getting them all right. That's like this wee lassie. She's getting every single one right. It's like that level of accuracy stops becoming light-hearted and she's whisked away to a government lab to be run tests on, never to be seen again. Yeah. Except by the people who storm Area Fifty One and find her. Yeah. <laughs> Right, but here's the thing, right? This is the way this this TV show works, right? She's getting like ten correct, okay, and then um they go uh right draw, draw this one and it's like a fucking like a square, right? And she yeah. draws a triangle and they go oh oh well, that's that. <laughs> and she's got like twenty five right out of twenty five, and she gets one wrong and they just dismiss her. But I think them and they're not just doing that because they're like all right, well that's the the show over. She didn't get them all cool. In the background, they're like, this little bitch is psychic. Aye, and they and also going to whisk her away. Was it on the TV show or was it behind the scenes when they make her, like, look at this jar and think of water and then it just fills up with water? Yeah, how spooky would that be if that it's, was really? Pre- I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of spooky, but I would ask a question would you drink her mind water? Yes. It was kind of cloudy looking. Yeah. I'd drink any water coming from that little last body. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Disgusted myself, <laughs> but yeah, I would drink a main water because it would be like drinking the juice of a brain. It instantly makes you smarter. I believe that's the case. If you eat brains, you get smarter. You yeah. ingest all the information. That's where your IQ is and yeah. the juice of your brain. Yeah, I think that's what you should do. Right? So, um, vegans should eat cow brains and then see did you, did you feel the pain of the cow? And if they don't, which they won't, they'll be like, right, fair enough. What if they do feel the pain of the cow and it turns out that we should all be vegans? <laughs> I'm not ready to live in that world. No, I'm not ready to live in that world. Yeah. So then it cuts again, and wait—is he... that not why Hannibal Lecter's so intelligent? Um, because he eats brains. He, no, well, he feeds the guy his own brain. Is it really Ota? Feeds his, feeds him his own brain, and then he feeds the brain to a wee boy in a plane. Is it really Ota? I don't I think, think really, it is. I don't really know in any Hannibal movie. I believe he is. Is it? Is he? We need to check that. Did I speak up? I, I, I've got a ninety percent <laughs> positive sneaking suspicion that you made that up. There's no way really what it was in a Hannibal movie. No, but I think he's a he's a kind of main character though, isn't he? Like this needs to be solved right now. Which one is it that eats the the, the brains? It's one with Anthony Hopkins, isn't it? So it's the second one. Is it? No, it's like Silence of the Lambs. Where no, he feeds the, the brains. It's the one. I, no, he doesn't do it in that. Uh, in Hannibal. Hannibal. Really, what is in neither of them? Unless he is in Hannibal. Uh, Maybe I didn't. Right, that's the one with Julianne Moore. That's the uh, 
Yeah. Oh my god, really? Is it the actual movie? Yes. Holy fuck. Oh my god. Oh yes. Knowledge points for me. Oh yes, it doesn't happen often, but I will bask in it when it does. I need the brain juice. <laughs> right, so it cuts to uh, another kind of, a different kind of most haunted, and this one's um, hosted by two fuckwits, alright? Uh, they're in the woods, and I don't know, they say something like, uh, I think this is what they say, ants crawl up our legs and I carry the coffin myself. I, I don't, I think it's just shite chat. But the culture's different in Japanese culture. That's maybe a funny thing. The same as us talking about the stupid shit we talk about. If you went to Japan or China or Russia, we wouldn't be funny. We're probably even funny in fucking Scotland. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> that's that's definitely true. So the these two hosts of this kind of ghost hunting show have got a like an actress. I don't know how famous she's supposed to be. A kind of mid level actress, and they've got her on the show, and they're in the woods, and then she just. Like, cause a fucking tantrum, she just starts screaming at fuck all. Yeah, cause she's meant to feel some sort of spirit. She's she's not telepathic, but she is psychic, and she can feel that there's something evil there. And that's what the Japanese do well. See when they are exploring evil, it's not like American cinema that where it's a wee bit on the nose that oh that guy's evil. With Japan, it's fucking like pure carnal, primal evil. The ring and all that when it's just real assy in the well, it's it's a real evil entity and I think it even this movie gets that well. They're in an old temple. You have no idea what the fuck they're about to see, but she feels there's something there and then you're like, Oh fuck, what for this on there? Am I prepared to see that? Am I ready to see that? I didn't see it at this point. Obviously they we do explore this video again. Yeah. But I didn't think it was scary at all at this point. You weren't tense? No, not just no. now. I don't mean now sitting here. No, I'm, <laughs> not at the time. I mean, not at this point in the movie. Um, so now we get a guy with a tinfoil hat shouting at pigeons. What the fuck have you got me watching? But there you go. Pigeons. Oh, you're starting to link it. You keep noticing the pigeons. And the tinfoil hat man is the same as you fucking last week sending me a four minute clip. Are you thinking you'd seen a man in, a man in black? Yeah, well, I thought I did. And what did they turn out to be? Well, somebody told me he, he, he works in the admin building at the hospital, but I'd never seen him before, so... So, to put it in the picture, Scott <laughs> sent me an audio clip freaking out that because he joined the Raid Area 51 event, somebody was following him. He'd been researching aliens, and the government were after him, and it turns out the guy worked at his fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know... You the... are the lunatic in the tinfoil hat playing with the pigeons. Do you know, it's like, it's not... I don't know if it's, it's, it's particularly... Um, to say that because he could have been a man in black who just so happened to then get employed by the same employer as you see the thing is I think that they they also need to um, work too like they don't necessarily need to be aliens they could could run normal lives as well I mean they're they're like sleeper cells sleeper spies so right because you've been researching aliens last week this guy has then moved from wherever he used to live got a job in the same place as you to watch you for a couple of days till you stop going about the alien thing and yeah. he's going to go and get another job somewhere and nobody's going to be suspicious about that well, do you know how long it takes to get a job now they, aye, the they, references aye, and well, shit you know but they, they make it work um, <laughs> they being the government yes <laughs> so this is the point where we get to see the um, the woods footage again and this time when it's kind of runs, it spins around where she started screaming, we now get a kind of figure standing in the background. 
Uh, it's not very scary. Could be like a guy in a bear suit, maybe. You don't really get to see it's quite bloody where it's supposed to be. It's bloody, but it doesn't look anything like a guy in a bear suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that... This movie, to me, has only got one thing that lets it down, but it makes sense for the movie. If this was Blair Witch or something, once you see the thing in the background, it's not going to go back to it because they're meant to just be filming this. In the Roy, he's filming it for a documentary, so when they see something creepy, because it's a documentary, they're going to go back and show you, and they're going to then zoom in and really explore the creepy thing in the background which kills it a little if you had just seen this figure in the background I don't care what you say you would have been freaked out by it, it's creepy it looks creepy, but by zooming in and staying with it it becomes less scary because you can then see, right, okay well, fine, right, we've now looked at it for a prolonged period of time it it lets the, the scares in the movie down a bit, but it makes sense because that's what would happen in a documentary yeah, and I still thought the the guy was quite creepy. Ah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that because you couldn't tell if it was a guy. The supernatural yeah. bits are done quite well, where mm. you can't really tell if that is a human figure or not. And imagine being in a fucking Japanese graveyard, abandoned shrine, and watching back a video and you see that figure there that you've thought you've heard talking to you. That shit's well terrifying. Yeah. That's what I know it would be if it happened to me, but I didn't. I didn't feel it was scary when I was watching it. Now, um, my next note is: uh, this is the same as that internet ghost movie you picked before. I have no clue what story I'm following. But it's just the one story. I it just seems as if it's all over the place at this moment in time. Uh, so, so now we cut wait, again. Wait, do you watch Planet Earth and get confused because they switch for showing you the lines to then showing you the zebras? Well, no, because that's just stupid, isn't it? Because you can tell the difference in lines and zebras. So you, your problem here is that you can't tell a difference between oh, Japanese people. Wait a minute, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's kind of what you got That's not what I said. So it, but if you're watching a documentary and it's showing you a group of people, it then shows you a different group of people, you're freaking out because you go, I don't know what story to follow. The story's all linked. All you're doing is following the documentarian. I bet they don't get linked until the end. So but now you're, you've, you've, you've got pigeons and you've got a recycling glass and you've got it, a ghost in the woods. It, I don't know. No, oh, it doesn't matter. From the start of the movie, it said this guy has disappeared. Here's what he was working on before it. All you need to do is follow him. So when he's talking to somebody, you go, oh, this is what he's found out from her. Next thing, oh, that's happening. Next thing, that's happening. You're, this guy is your anchor. You're following his story. Don't worry about, don't think that Alright, well now we need to worry about this actress, now we need to worry about uh, the tin the tinfoil hat man. No, this guy will keep you right. If the tinfoil man's gonna play a part in it, he'll go back and visit him. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, we are back in the house with the wee psychic lassie. Yep. And Hard the Hard really needs to learn to eat with his mouth shut. <laughs> different cultures man <laughs> no manners they're mannerful the Japanese so they should know this um, and now the wee lassie just threw all the broccoli on the floor and broke a spoon I would do the exact same with broccoli I fucking hate it <laughs> um, you don't get a broccoli kebab for a reason <laughs> shit's fucking disgusting man I like it I need to eat it with my protein though for my gains oh shut up um, <laughs> Now, and, and they're also, they say psycho a couple of times, uh, but they bleep it out. So is psycho a swear word in Japan? I think they are, 
because it's kind of candid and they're interviewing the neighbours, I think they're saying he's a fucking psycho. I think they're swearing before the word psycho, but because uh, I assume but if Japanese culture, they don't want to subtitle the word fuck, so they just have the subtitles going with psycho. There is a swear word happening and they're beeping it out, but, but the subtitles aren't giving it. They couldn't even like put up like bleeped out words, they just they still need to keep the wording, because that, that's very confusing to someone like me. It is, but they probably didn't expect it to be confusing. They probably <laughs> just thought, right, somebody's going, obviously they're going to assume it's swearing. But if it, yeah, if it's a documentary on TV, if somebody was swearing, they might not put it in. I suppose in this country they would put it in with stars and asterisks and stuff, but maybe in Japan they don't. They're, they're weird though, innit? Because they, they pixelate dicks and cum. But they'll <laughs> also have like billboards of like anime schoolgirls with wet knickers. <laughs> you know? You know, I don't know. Japanese people need questioned, I think. And yeah, I think they're having a big Me Too movement just now. Which is probably fair enough. Because they do have a culture of creepy old men banging wee lassies. Also, um, people shagging octopuses quite a lot. Yeah. I may be speaking out a ton of the whole of Japan, but this is this is my only experience. <laughs> I've never been before. It's also octopuses that shag the people, usually. Oh, right, okay. I, I don't think I've seen any of the cartoons. Sh- actually shagging octopuses. shagged the octopus. Pixelated cock shagging an octopus. Yeah. No. But you get it when you go on porn sites, it always comes up at the side and it is just like some lassie getting absolutely, like a cartoon lassie getting absolutely rattled by like the the shiniest, purplest headed It's member. weird, isn't it? Tentacle yeah. porn. It's crazy. It's, it's this is, I mean, that's, see if you took away, if you, if you could pick five strange things to take away from humanity, I think tentacle porn would be one of them. Have you ever tried to wank to it though? You'd be surprised how quickly you ejaculate. <laughs> There's something sexy about t- uh, about fish porn. That, well, yeah, fish porn. Fish porn. You, you have you have <laughs> nailed your, your mask to the, the, the flagpole of fish porn quite a lot. I'm like the Captain Birdseye of the fish porn. <laughs> the porn world. You know fine well Captain Birdseye was banging all those fish as well. Um, right. So again, it's it's went to cut to black again after the that she throws all the broccoli on the floor. It's got really strange cuts, this movie. It cuts to black for enough seconds for you to think, like, something's wrong. See if you're, you're watching it on Netflix or Prime or Shudder or whatever it is, and it cuts to black, and you're, like, you're almost laughing your finger to, like, touch the iPad to see, is it still playing? And then it comes back in. You're like, why, why are you cutting it for so long? That seems very strange. Because the guy's making a documentary, uh, a documentary, and he died before the... Or he's disappeared before the end it, so the edits might not be too hot. So you have to assume that whoever's put to just put all his footage together in chronological order or he's put it together and then as, as he's doing it and then he's went missing before he's finished it so is it actually just like seriously detailed that they've left out longer cuts or are we giving it too much credit I think you're giving it too much credit since I picked the movie I say it's super detailed <laughs> <laughs> um where are we now? Oh yes, I think uh, we're back to Tinfoil Hatman, and he says uh, ectoplasmic worms, biddy biddy biddy. <laughs> That's—I mean, I don't know what that means, but he says it. Maybe it means something Japanese, or maybe it's because he's been a tinfoil hat. He's been like a uh, the guy goes at. No, I have no idea what you're doing. I seen him on the telly the other day. That's what made me think it. <laughs> What is Vist- Vistas, I think his name is. He's like a he's a Russian. You never heard it before. He's it's like a video went viral because he was on Russian the, Top of the Pops. The went, yodel, the yodel man. What? No, that's the. <laughs> no, this is a uh, Vistas. He's called, and he's, he wears like this kind of weird 
leotard thing. It's like a shiny, glittery leotard suit thing. And his song goes... No. And that's it. You never heard this before? No. I'll need to show you after this. I can't believe you slate me for picking movies like this and yet you're spending time, precious time, watching shit like that. Well, you know what? You said all going to benefit from it because I think we've clearly just found our end of episode <laughs> song. <laughs> um, so, Tinfoil Hatman starts drawing on a bit of paper and the guy's like, is he drawing a map? I'm like, it's a fucking pile of shite is what he's drawing. It's just fucking shite. Is it a pile of shite or does it then make sense later when it appears it? again? I don't, I don't know. Right, so now the camera is digitising. Like, what the hell? We get to see a pile of fucking space riders in a blue light. <laughs> you talk about the bit that goes all blue with yeah. the wee skull faces. Yeah, they look like space raiders. <laughs> they do. If any- <laughs> yeah. If anyone listening, if you're from the UK, you'll know what space raiders are. If you're not from the UK, I don't know how far globally these travel. They should be globally available worldwide because they're fucking delicious. You get them in mainly pickled onion flavour. They used to be 10 pence. They're probably more Four now. £4.79. Uh, due to inflation. But... Basically, they're, they're wee kind of alien faces, um, corn maize snacks that are fucking delicious. I feel like you've put more effort into uh, describing Space Invaders than you have watching this film. And See, that upsets me so much. Well, you just call them Space Invaders and they're actually Space, space Raiders. raiders. Oh space God. Invaders, I believe, are the ones that you could you get the wee wheels and you get the wee kind of car bodies and you can make a car out of your crisps. No, are they not Transformers? Transformers. Space Invaders is the... Arcade game that was before both of our times. Yeah. There are there there I'm the idiot here. I got the wrong maze snack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite fond of space raiders. One year, um, when it was coming up to Easter, my mum says to me, "What Easter eggs do you want?" I'm getting Easter eggs. And I said, "I don't really like chocolate." We were in Costco or a cash and carrier. So I just get me the box of space raiders. So I got a full box, you know, the ones that you get in the corner shops, the cardboard box with the hole uh, in the front, and a full box in beside my bed. And I just made my way to like sixty <laughs> packets of space raiders. It was a glorious time. I was a very fat teenager, but it was a fucking glorious time. I could see myself doing that as well, actually, so that's fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so um, I don't know what character we're talking to now. I think it's maybe the screaming actress. And is this she- again because you can't differentiate Japanese people, Scott? That's not at all why it is. Absolutely not. Um, it's... I don't think they name them as it goes through. I don't think they name no, them. No, it doesn't. It, it gives you the names of every person. <laughs> right. Not it's, only does it come up in Japanese, it also comes up in English and gives you the name <laughs> and says the name numerous times. Well, do you know their names? Not off the top of my head. Well, exactly. But through going through it, I, I know who's who. I know the actress when she comes back. I know that's the actress from the first scene. When the tinfoil hat man comes back, I know that that's the guy who went half his head at the start. The, the, well, the tinfoil hat man's easy because he's wearing a tinfoil hat. Right. He's, he's quite easy to oh, distinguish. Oh, as well. Not that I need any help distinguishing them. I'm <laughs> just actually just making that clear. Um, so we go back. Thank to... fuck you about the gym because you're going to need muscles to <laughs> dig your way out of this hole. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, I like that. <laughs> right, so um, someone is now showing uh, their knitting wool has been uh, tied into loops, some special loops. I didn't do that, she says, and he says, well, are you sure? He says, well, I, I definitely didn't do that, I don't know how to tie that knot. Do you, and you don't find that knot thing quite creepy? I mean... Did you find the bit in Blair Witch when the fucking twigs were tied together? Oh my god, so fucking scary. Right, so what's, what's the difference? What is the difference? The fact that you can differentiate between Caucasian people and Blue Witch. <laughs> Just American mate. Oh, 
There's no difference. If you are scared of the Blair Witch Twigs, then you should be scared of the Japanese uh, Ghost Boy. Nuts. I think that if you if you drop your rule down, it could it could turn out those wee loops. It couldn't. It was looked a certain way. It just to me, it just I don't know if that was scary or not. It was. <laughs> right. Okay. Um. So what they do now is they because she's got these loops in her room, they decide to set up a nighttime camera, uh-huh. kind of like Parallel Activity, and film her through the night. See what yep. she does. What she does is she gets up. She sleepwalks and she chucks a lamp out the windy. Uh-huh. Right. Um, there is banging and knocking, and I was wearing my, my noise cancelling earphones, so it was quite. It was it was detached from the movie, so it felt like it was sound outside the movie. So to be fair, that was a little unsettling and a little unnerving because it made me think just for a kind of second: is this in my yeah. house or is this in the movie? Which I don't know if that was intentional or if that just was the way that I listened and perceived it. Um, because they do talk about the knocking in the movie, so it is meant to be in the movie. It's not meant to be like non-dietetic sound. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, if it works as a scare, it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No matter how you perceive it, I think it's quite. They say paranormal activity. The first one was okay. The rest of them. Brilliant. No, the rest of them were kind of shit. But the first one, when you're watching, because you know something's about to happen, you're tense as fuck. Is this foreboding atmosphere that you are? You're getting creeped out just watching them sleep. When she's just standing next to the bed, before she grabs the lamp, you're like, fuck right, something's happening. Something is going to happen here. Yeah, but nothing really did happen. She picked up the lamp but and chucked it the But it's the tension. Window. That's the, the, the thing about this movie. It's the tension and the creepy atmosphere. It's not the it's not the paranormal activity, Annabelle, Scott's favourite movies, jump scare. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's better than that. It makes your skin crawl, as opposed to just giving you a fright. Yeah, I'm not saying that this that those movies are necessarily better than movies like this, and I'm not really comparing them. Although this one scene is obviously easily comparable because it yeah. is very very similar. There is a place for cheap jump scares because they do get you. I you don't need to take the movie away and say it's the best movie ever, but you could have a fun time watching it for the you know the first three quarters. This See, one is I a different know. type of movie. Um, and with that, I just don't think it generated any tension or scares from me at all. Just that particular one, the knocking, just slightly unnerving, but other than that... I think you've been into this wanting to hate it because it's subtitled and because I picked it and because I said, I think you'll really like this one. And just to spite me, you've went, do you know what, fuck it, I'm going to hate it. No, I don't think that's true at all. I, I just do. don't understand. I honestly don't understand why you like it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> when we put it up in the group, you see, all the people that liked it, numerous people that liked it, go on IMDb, it's all 10, 9, 10, 9, 1... 10, 9, 10, 9, 10, 9, 1. And those two idiots are the same as fucking you. They probably didn't finish watching it. <laughs> did you finish watching yeah, it? Yeah, yes, of course I did. In one go? No, it was three goals, I think. But it's not. That because... is your fucking issue <laughs> right there. Again, 102 episodes in, you've still not got it. I know, but. Watch it's... a movie in one second. It's finding time. You've got hundreds of time. How, much, how long do you spend at the gym? I spent about an, an hour and 10 minutes in the gym. An hour and 10 minutes? Yeah. Right, how long did it take you to get there? 20. Right. How long did it take you back? That's 20. Right. Pretty much the run, t- run time of this movie. Don't go to the gym anymore. I fucking sit and watch this in one run. <laughs> about them gains, man. <laughs> it's all about them gains. Um, I may go to the gym, but I'll still fucking drop kick you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now he's outside some apartment block and there's a boy comes out. He's I think he's seen a picture of this guy or something, so he goes to investigate him and he walks out on his balcony and the boy just steals a pigeon off the balcony then v- goes back inside and then it comes up. He vanished a few days later. 
terrifying. The pigeons are back. What do the pigeons symbolise? How's he disappearing? Why is everybody disappearing? Why? How's it all connected? Why is this guy disappearing? Well, how is it all connected? That's what I'm trying well, to figure out. you'll fucking find out if you watched it to the end. Well, I tell you what, I'm not following the main storyline here at all. I think that's pretty evident and clear. Yeah. From how I'm going, right? Um, Imagine going to cut that as a sound clip and put that in every episode <laughs> after every movie I fucking pick. Because it seems that you only ever understand the ones you pick. <laughs> Like you're deliberately doing this? No, I'm not de- deliberately me. doing it. It's just pick better movies. No, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, this movie, it's not really scary, and the sharp cuts are actually really distracting me. But it's just a documentary. That's the way a documentary would go, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. How is it distracting you? It just was distracting me. It just take me out of the movie. You're just, you're a just cut. being a huffy shit. I'm, I'm not. I'm being, I'm being a, real, I'm a realist. Um... <laughs> So, so apparently, I think on his on his map, Tinfoil Man, um, it's a word he said or a word he drew down. I don't know. It's in the sleepwalking video, and then there's sinister music. You're like, but why? So the the word is uh, Kagutaba, Kagutaba, and they go and find it. He just he just looks up an old professor somewhere. Who oh, um, that scene goes on for longer. He contacts numerous professors, and they have to check ancient languages. They think, oh, maybe it could be loosely based on this word. It could be loosely based on this word. A lot of them don't recognise it until one guy recognises it. That scene goes on way longer than you thought. The whole the movie goes on way longer than <laughs> I thought. Um, so he finds an old professor and, well, here we go. He, he says it's a demon. Kagutaba, Kagutaba is a demon. All right? Fair enough. Um, then, is it from the same professor that tells him about the ritual? Uh Yes, yes, it is. Right, so, yeah. the, so he then, this this professor tells him about this kind of group who would worship Kagutaba or, or, or whoever, and uh, they would used to do a ritual, and I, I don't know how far back it was, maybe the 70s, I think, I believe. They had videoed it on, like, old 35mm or 60mm or whatever, and he managed to play this, the very last ritual they ever performed to our documentary filmmaker, and they've got dogs, and I said, see if these fuckers kill dogs, I will not be happy. Um, now that uh, illegal abortions, what's that about again? What are illegal abortions, or what is that about? That's in the it's movie? in this movie. Is it the part of the, the ritual? The, the the girl who so they do the ritual. Somebody has to be Kagataba. It is this woman. Oh yeah, she right. symbolizes Kagataba. She then, as the ritual goes on, starts kind of taking this seizure or fit where she could be getting possessed, and then she. In later life, like she gets really fucked up, and she starts working at a clinic that are performing illegal abortions, and they're stealing the babies, and they're stealing the the embryos, the fetuses, the fetuses. Which is, don't get me wrong, that is a strange input to a movie. But have you ever seen it done before? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty um, grim, grim. Yeah, it's definitely grim. Yeah, you need to look at it with thick skin, and say, everybody knows that embryos work the same as brain juice, though. Like if you suck the juice from an embryo you become stronger yeah Stem no an, an embryo is uh, a human being and should not be aborted yeah never a woman's not got a right to say they should kill off an embryo how, how the fucking dare she say that she's killing an embryo she should be put to jail even the death penalty if she kills off an embryo 
Do I sound crazy and ridiculous? Because that is the views of a lot of people in the world. <laughs> and they're all fucking lunatics. <laughs> for, Mental. For a fucking 4.3 seconds there, I thought you were genuinely thinking <laughs> that. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to scissor kick him in the jaw. Honestly, the, the, I was fucking outraged that you actually thought that. The, the, no, honestly, the, the, the pro-life, pro-life brigade, man, I cannot understand any of their arguments. I know it's a big deal in America, but down at the Queen Elizabeth, uh-huh. when I sometimes have to drive to the lab end, the laboratory end, to drop off samples from my work, there's quite often a group, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show before, there's there's a group, maybe sometimes as much as 20, some as little as 5, of people, mainly old people, probably fucking Christian nutters, that stand there with signs saying pro-life and don't get an abortion, and it's from the entrance that the kind of the girls need to drive cool. in for that. And I'd, I'd honestly just drive past and just drive slowly shaking my head at them in disgust. Yeah. And one of these days I'm going to stop and get out once I've got my gains and that, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to punch those old cunts right in the face. No, I mean, Dad's going to get in a fucking looting van and just go Try straight through them, right? Mm-hmm. Eh? I honestly thought that is actually how you felt. I was like, I have never heard this from you before. See, the stories, I think it's, like, Darren obviously posts in his group that we're in, that's Darren Wilson, um, probably listening. Hey, Darren. Um, if you're not on Facebook, uh, he's does a psycho-semantic cast and uh, he's, he's, he's very up on his politics, especially American politics, so it was just I think it's just something that says, I think it's a Kentucky bill that was going to try and get passed that women who have abortions can face the death penalty. Like, this kind of, obviously, these kind of things can then pass, and then the people would never actually go, like, th- that sentence would never actually pass. That's how it seems to kind of go. But the fact that it would be there in paper and in, in print that it could happen is bonkers. Like, people don't understand how nonsense it is. And when you put it down to, like, how much rights and whatever they give on this embryo or this like you know this this just ca- i caught an embryo or whatever it is before you caught a fetus whatever you want to call it that it's not a person yet at all it's not it's not not one not one person here can remember their first three years on the on the planet and let alone the fucking nine months inside the womb absolutely not don't talk shit <laughs> so to say that that and then then once the person's born and then they just say, no, fuck it, the, the, the rights disappear then. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? They don't pay for different things. Like, oh, there's so many factors and it's absolutely nonsense. It just makes, oh, it's just so bonkers and bizarre that the people will say you cannot have an abortion. Yeah. So we've went from the Roy the Cust to decide that pro-lifers are fucking idiots. They are fucking idiots. And that, that's not even for entertainment purposes. That That is a serious case. A woman can choose whatever the fuck she wants to do. It's her body. Yeah. Just the same as a man can choose whatever the fuck he wants to do with his body. If he wants to go and get gains, if he wants to get gains, yeah, if he wants to get gains, and he can fucking get gains. If he wants to have two Sunday morning heart attacks because he's had two bigger kebab night before, he can fucking do it. Yes, uh, but yeah. So the the woman has apparently been doing illegal uh, a clinic that does illegal abortions. So I think even in this country, an abortion is illegal after. A certain amount of weeks. Is I mean, it it's, some, it's between 25, 25 and 35 weeks, yeah. I think, somewhere in a bit. In uh, fact, no, it's 38 full term, minutes, so I about 25 since about. I think it's about that. Right. Whereas they, they would do abortions, I think, in the movie, it's about 28 weeks. Well, uh, that's a full person. You should not have a look at that again. <laughs> so, to me, that's quite fucking spooky because what's scarier than a ghost? A ghost child? What's scarier than a ghost child? A ghost, ghost baby? Fetus. What's scarier than a ghost baby? A ghost fetus. It's also, true. the joke about the stem cells uh, eating them from a fetus was from South Park. I don't actually think he can drink the blood of a fetus <laughs> and get stronger. Yeah. Although, South I'm Park are right about a lot of things. Yeah, They're I'm intelligent gonna, comedy. I'm never going to go to a gym, so the only chance of me getting stronger are probably fetus juice. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
if um, people do that to eat placentas after the baby's born as well. Which is fucking you ever weird, seen one? man. No. You won't eat it. Mm. Um, I've just said I wouldn't eat fucking broccoli. <laughs> what, ch- what chance do I have of sitting down at a plate of placenta? <laughs> uh, right. So the next, the next bit, they, they say that seven strangers got up in the middle of the night and walked out and hung themselves from um, a swing set in like a kid's play park in, the, in, like, in a park outside. Seven bodies hanging from the swings, no footage. I want to see that. Aye, but for the the reality of the story of the movie, you're not going to see it. If you read about a murder in the newspaper, you don't also go, by the way, somebody just so happened to be filming it. So here you go, here's the footage of the murder. It's, it's happened, and then they've reported it, or that shit, these bodies were found. Obviously, they're not going to take photos of the bodies hanging but there. They should have. But they wouldn't do that. The only people that would do that are the police for crime scene. And then you don't get access to that. Yeah, no, but see the doc- see the crime documentaries and the true history documentaries. See the ones that show you like the, the gruesome stuff. That being non documentaries that shows the wee babies that running in, on fire, the wee kids running on fire. Uh, that's the good one. But they're only <laughs> like it's bad, obviously. But that's the interesting one to watch. But they're only getting them because some media outlets have then actually published them, or photographers that have given them the rights to the pictures. Mm. This the only people that would be taking pictures of it are the forensics, and that's not going to be widely available. So that's why because it's just happened. The same as right now, you couldn't just go into the police and go, "See that body you found three weeks ago? Any chance I can get a wee swatch at the pictures?" That's why I like movies that blur the lines on what is appropriate and what is normal because this is being too detailed. As if this is actually what it would look like on the thing. Just just say that you got the pictures. Just say if you were there first before anybody else seen it. You know, blur but those I, lines. I think up until then it's really believable. So why why ruin it? Mm-hmm. For me, it's being creepy and tense. And I think at that point, it probably I suppose it probably wouldn't. But if it then showed me the aim, I'd be like, well, how have you got that picture? I'm out. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. Okay, I'm going to fire through some some of the, my, my remaining notes because I realise that um, we're having too much of a good, a, a, good, <laughs> a good time talking in, in person to each other and uh, drinking our beverages. Uh, that, uh, yeah, my next note, or one of my next notes is, uh, yeah, fuck me, there's still half an hour to go. So, <laughs> that's in the movie. Probably not this episode, uh, if, if I can quit, speed up here. So, uh, there's more dead pigeons. Uh, a lassie is standing screaming about something and they didn't get to drink their special tea. I don't know. Who knows? Tinfoil man shites himself at a video. Um, so then we're watching the ritual again, I think. Or we're watching a real one or we're watching the old one on video. I don't know. But I said it better be a huge reveal. It feels like they are... Uh, yeah. So yeah. So they're going to see a ritual. That's what's happening, right? They're going to see the ritual. And... Uh, I said, this better be a huge reveal. This better tie the whole fucking story in together. And then I said, it feels like they're driving there in real time. <laughs> I mean, this is fucking so hard to get through. <laughs> Finally, anyway, they follow Tinfoil Man to the woods and there's hefty screaming and dead dogs. Yep. Bastard. Which is creepy, unsettling. Some would say, scary. Who killed the dogs? Why are all the dogs dead? How upset are you that the dogs have died? You're now feeling passionate about the film. You're invested in it. You don't want the dogs to die. The dogs have died. No, you never want the dogs to die. Yeah, so now you're wound up. Now you're now you're in it. Like, who the fuck killed these dogs? The movie has got you. Do you know what movie didn't get you? Annabelle. No. Fucking learn to good movies. No, I, 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 cinema card. I'll go and see everything <laughs> that's released. Uh, so apparently they're in a magic field. 
And then this part of the movie is just screaming with no storytelling telling me why. It's just hunters of fucking high pitched screaming. I don't even know about it. <laughs> Aye. I think it's a Japanese kind of trope that the, the birds scream dead high pitched though. I think they probably do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, this is the bit. Are you get... basing that on porn? Or... <laughs> uh, uh, oh, imagine you're getting fucked off a big cartoon octopus. You just fucking <laughs> have a high pitched scream as well. <laughs> So you get this, you're filming, there's a, there's a kind of night vision camera, right? And it's filming a, a, a woman or a person kneeling down. I think they're some kind of sacrifice for the ritual, I'm not entirely sure. But through the camera, they're just getting hundreds of aborted baby fetuses are crawling over the top of them. And I'm like, wow, aborted baby fetuses are the bad guys in this. Wow. <laughs> New low. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the little girl who's sitting in amongst all the baby fetuses is meant to be the little psychic girl. So she's the one that's getting eaten by all the, the baby yeah. fetuses? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Anyway, oh, how man. terrifying is that? If anybody, if anybody's not watched the movie and they're listening to this, I guarantee you they're like, hold on, a wee Japanese lassie is being covered by little baby ghost fetuses. Terrifying. Show me one thing scarier than that and I'll show you something incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to fire, fire through the last couple of notes that how it finished off Junko hung herself in a room covered in space raiders Kobayashi decided to adopt a weird wee boy that he found that was the wee boy from Junko was a girl who did the ritual who got possessed who was the woman with the wee boy at the start that yeah. came out and went mental at him right. who was then the neighbour with the guy yeah. who came out with the pigeons right. who had been fighting with so she left he then died. Yep. Yeah? Uh-huh. Kobayashi, then because they found Junko dead, they found the wee boy who they thought Junko had kidnapped, so he adopted the wee boy. As you do. He's the wee boy from the start at the window. Uh-huh. Yeah? Yes. Right. So what else? Uh, Tinfoil Hatman is now in an institution with, quote-unquote, no visitors allowed. Because Tinfoil Hatman is really psychic and could see anything he was like close to any of these people he was contact he was communicating with the wee psychic glassy before she went missing he's had kind of experiences with everyone he can see the darkness in them because junko is cursed or is it is it junko that's cursed you then go on right <laughs> so my next one right so the end scene is basically our director, I think he gets kind of hit and he gets almost like kind of paralyzed or something and then the house goes on fire. Or so so the, the documentary ends and then this says that this video appeared like a week after right. it disappeared with uh, saying that it was sent from Kobayashi right. who's missing right? and it's Kobayashi filming from his house on the night of the fire. Um, Yeah, so somebody hits him in the head with a, with a brick and then uh, that person goes into the other room and covers himself in petrol and sets the, the, the house in fire. Ten, it's Tinfoil Hatman that comes in and he knocks down Kobayashi. Is it? I thought it was a yes. woman. No, it's a guy. Right. And then he tries to... Like, he, then the wee boy's there and he lures the wee boy with a rock yeah. making the face, which is the face the wee lassie drew at the start when she gets the one thing wrong. She just draws this face. It's a wee boy's face that's been caved in with a stone. Oh, yeah. Making the Space Invader thing. Right. Space Raider thing. Sorry. Don't want to get my Christmas wrong again. <laughs> God forbid. Uh, and then 
he gets killed. It's Kobayashi's wife that comes in and then sets herself on fire while the wee boy stands there looking fucking terrifying with his face all caved in like a creepy wee bastard and she's out in the hall in the background covering herself in fucking petrol and then sets herself alight. Well, Kobayashi can't do anything about it because he's down the ground screaming that his wife's burning. There's this wee ghost boy in front of him. There's another guy dead. Fucking terrifying. Well, my note on that is, what the fuck was that end scene? Just screaming. Bad CGI and one hit with a rock makes your arms and legs stop working and then your movement restricted to two metres squared. <laughs> That's, he just, like, he just, and he just, he's just paralysed. What was the bad CGI? I can't remember, but it was. Because the, fa- the fire is probably the, fa- I didn't think the fire is no, CGI. No, it's the fire that's CGI. There must be something that happened, I don't know. But anyway, also, if you cover yourself in petrol like that, you would go up in flames a lot quicker than that, that stuntman did. A la Piwacket. That's <laughs> how you, you get set on uh, fire when you're covered in petrol. Maybe it's not petrol she's using, though. We don't actually know what it is. Well, Maybe it's like kerosene, but it's a slow burn or diesel. <laughs> I don't think there's that much detail. <laughs> no, there is. There definitely is. This is uh, this is where I'm at. If you've got anything else to say, or will I just finally summate this movie? Uh, I don't really want to hear your fucking summary. And this happens every time I pick a movie. It gets to a point where I'm so beaten down by you not following it or not liking it. And I think you just do it to wind me up. And I'm I, I don't honestly you need to start picking movies that are good and then I'll, I'll start enjoying them I'll kill you <laughs> I'll kill you right on you go right uh, J-Horror doesn't get me and I don't get it the American remakes yeah they're scary but this way it just took too long it was too confusing and the payoff did not redeem itself at all a lot of slow lines sharp jarring cuts and a fuck ton of screaming I didn't enjoy it I won't watch it again two baby fetus ghosts out of five so, you recently watched Midsummer. Yes. Did you like it? I loved it. Cool. The Witch. Did you like it? The Witch. Uh, like, The Vivitch. The Vivitch. Yeah, yeah. I really loved it. Pie Wacket. Did you like it? I do actually like it. I think I'm going to buy that to own that one. I liked it that much. Slow burns. Yeah. Slow burn movies. I like slow burns. This is the ultimate fucking slow burn. I don't think the payoff was worth it, though. The, how is the payoff not worth it when a woman is setting herself on fire while her husband lies there, unable to move... And in between them is a wee ghost boy who's just his fucking face caved in, who might not even be a ghost, he might be real, but whatever he is, there's he brings a curse and he kills people. That is a fucking excellent payoff. And it all looks real because it's all filmed in a documentary, all handheld. Handheld the way you the way you think the Blair Witch is scary, how can you not find this scary? This but, does it more realistic than the Blair Witch. But what because you, you believe that he's filming this, he's speaking to these people and he's piecing together this story. Blair Witch, they're in the fucking woods with a camera and they keep filming even though you go, shut up, find your way out of the woods, turn the camera off. You believe all of this. But it's because they don't tell you why all these parts join together and make the curse. You piece it together yourself? I piece what together? K- Kagataba and fucking psychics and pigeons But when they then find out about Kagataba and then you go, oh, so the woman then went to work with embryos and oh, and a oh, boy, oh fuck. That's that woman from the very start, who was also the neighbour because he shows the picture, and it all links. Aye, when I... when you can differentiate between people, Scott, <laughs> it then makes way more sense. And this yeah. this is the I think this is the ultimate slow burn. The only thing that lets it down is when like the screen kind of goes all fuzzy and you see the wee creatures. 
it shouldn't zoom in them. It should just have that in the background and then it's way creepier because then you're questioning it yourself going, did I see that? What did I see? What was that? As opposed to lingering on the screen where you then go, right, okay, fine, we've seen that. Maybe it doesn't look as good when you're just staring at it. But this, I want to this is so fucking... Like, I've watched that a couple of times now and it still, it still kind of creeps me out. It's just tense the whole way through. The way it's building up where you're like, what the fuck is going on? And you piece wee, wee bits together and all the supernatural stuff. And you're like, whoa, this is just a pure, raw, evil curse. This is a great movie. It's lost on you. What, what did you rate it? 4 out of 5. 4? 4 out of 5. Mm, I don't know. 4 out of 5. And do you know the only people that haven't rated it? Like, high on IMDb, it's 9s and 10s. Apart from one guy, I've got the review there. <laughs> it's basically about how oh, I, I was not getting this. Uh, in 20 minutes, I had to skip to the end. And that still didn't work for me. It's like, right, cool. The guy's obviously a Westerner. You skipped to the end and then go, oh, it's not scary. Because you don't have a fucking clue what's going on. You've not let the tension build. <laughs> and you just skipped to the end expecting to see some big fucking mad jump scare. That's the type of people I hate. You. <laughs> There's another guy that's like, oh, no. Just didn't get it. Didn't get it. About fucking half an hour and I just started looking at my phone waiting for it to end. Well, there you Did go. Did I write both these reviews? Yeah, there you go. That's why you're not then in the story because you're not paying full attention to it. You're not invested in it. You're not watching it in one sitting. And then you've got the audacity to go on, not you, you've got the audacity to go on and rate a movie going, this is shit. I had to skip to the end. Still didn't find it scary. Well, how can you review a fucking movie if you've not watched it? That's fair enough. I, I don't. That's that's the wrong issue. You've done it for a hundred odd episodes. I've never, I've never skipped it in. I've, I've toiled through all these movies. But that it, it just it infuriates me that a movie like this fucking sit and go through the experience. Right, you did watch it and you don't like it. Fine. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I hate you a wee bit more. But fine. But these fucking idiots that are watching it skipping through it all and then going oh, this movie is not good I did not understand what was going on and nothing scared me and you watched 30 minutes of it yeah I hope whoever I don't even know what the fucking usernames are but I hope they're <laughs> listening to this and user idiots stop posting things you should be banned for reviewing movies unless you've actually sat down and watched the full thing in one sitting I understand that time might be a thing but no make time for it <laughs> make time for my movies Yes, yeah, I do. Fuck the gym. I will. I'll. I'll. I'll make. I'll make more time in future. You said that every other episode. I know. I know. <laughs> You're a liar. So yeah, four out of five. Let us know what you think of it. I know there's one person, two people that are going to come on and go. Fucking agree with Scott because they're also not going to sit and pay attention to it. But the good folk will like it. <laughs> the good folk and Team Liam, I appreciate this for what it is. Yep. An excellent. Excellent found footage movie. One of the best found footage movies because I don't like found footage movies. If you want to get me with a found footage film, make it Japanese. That's fine. You just can all pretend to like these movies, but (laughs) I'm a realist and Team Scott are realists and, uh, you know, we know what's what's up. Team Scott are fucking clowns. (laughs) So we'll take a short break and then we'll be back to close out the show. Well, that's me just the way to my bed, so good night. That's some racket you're making. Just let us finish my piece and pound coins, eh? 
It was expenses? Peace and pound coins? Peace of bloody nonsense at this time of night. So, have you been watching anything else recently? Um, well, since the last episode, I finally got to see Midsummer. What did you think? Oh, I, well, we've kind of gave it away. Yeah, but I, I loved it. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. It was a trip. It was an experience. It was needed to be seen on the big screen. Um, for me, anyway, I totally kind of got it. It was. It wasn't as good as Hereditary in my eyes. It was a four and a half out of five, whereas Hereditary is a five out of five for me. It wasn't as scary. But it, it just was, it was weird and it was strange and it was a kind of unease intention throughout the whole movie, not entirely knowing what was going to happen. You knew people were, were in for some trouble, but you just, you couldn't quite pick who was and when it was going to happen. And I, and I thought it was done really, really well. However, it is very divisive. Um, for everybody who's liked it or loved it, one another person has hated it. Yeah. So that is, I liked it. It has been everyone I know that's went as like a couple. In a group, there's always one person has fucking hated it and one person yeah. fucking loved it. And actually, it makes me like it more because how interesting, how can a movie divide that violently? Mm-hmm. It's mental. Go see Midsummer. Yeah, definitely. Unless you don't like long, slow burns. Scott obviously does, he just doesn't know it. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, you watched anything else? Um, I don't believe I have. No. Love Island. Uh-huh. It's good. Love it. How many hours a week is Love Island on? Well, it's on for an hour a night, except a Saturday. An hour a night? Yeah. Right. <laughs> See you next week on my next pack. Don't watch Love Island. This might not be finished by then. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he Mike's picking up my... Disdain? Ang- yeah, my disdain. <laughs> my anger noises. Uh, have you watched any of The Boys on Amazon yet? Um... I've just started watching it, um, episode one, and it looks like it's going to be really, really fucking good. Yeah. Um, ep- I'm sure episode four, if not, I'm going to episode five. Uh, check it out. I think everybody that's in the Scotland vs. Evil group uh, or that listens, I think it'll be right up your street. It's based on the Garth Ennis comic. Garth who, Ennis? Garth Ennis. Ennis. Who also did Preacher and Crossed, which is like my favourite zombie style comic because it blows Walking Dead clean out the water it's not the same story that's the people who compare uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead to the Walking Dead it's not the fucking same it's completely different Crossed is fucking bonkers you got me to buy a couple of issues of Crossed back when we were like properly buying hundreds of comics and I looked at it and it's just I was a fucking dicks getting cut off and people like eating the dicks and fucking wearing the dicks my favourite my favorite one is there's a guy who's actually got a dolphin and he's turned the dolphin upside down and he's fucking the blowhole of the dolphin <laughs> that's my favourite but I hope they make a live action adaptation oh, and I but hope that's in it can you imagine the Ofcom fucking complaints if they make a, a live action crossed can you imagine the fucking jizz that'll come out of my penis because you know how I feel about fish sex <laughs> and imagine a dolphin actually getting fucked <laughs> uh, but yeah the boys is I will say I'm halfway through the full season and I love it so far. The style is staying quite true to the comics. The boys, I only read the first, I think it was the first three kind of graphic novels. Uh-huh. So I know a lot of the story, but not as much as obviously a lot of the other people that have followed it for a while. Uh, so to me, it stays true to the comics a lot, mm-hmm. but I think it's a lot of fun. It looks cool as fuck. The gore is brilliant in it. And surprising, and yeah. definitely, definitely go and if you've got Amazon Prime Video, go and check it out. If yeah. you don't, then get it. 
you get it because I think this is maybe maybe early to say, but this is probably going to be my uh, TV series of the year. Mm. Oh well, no Chernobyl. This could be joint. We'll see at the end of the year I'll decide between Chernobyl and this because yeah. I'm enjoying it. I've sort of watched Chernobyl yet. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's good, man. It's dark as fuck. Yeah. It makes you feel terrible about yourself and humanity. Mm. I hate yeah. humanity anyway. Mm. So they are, after this episode. <laughs> uh, so we'll be back uh, next week with episode 103, which is Scott's pick. And uh, what we do? We just end it, or you want to say where you can catch us? Oh, yeah, I get us uh, in all the usual places SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, flick chat. Um, Should probably explain that one. It's it's basically it's uh, it's like flick, flicking your bean. So it's like a it's like for a place for podcasts to go and wank each other off. What it, actually is is a a place where you can go join the podcast group. If you're not a member of Facebook, this gives you the option to come on and vote in episode polls, uh, chat about the episodes, give us feedback. It's still really in its early stages. We're only doing it because Duncan, the podcast under the stairs, kind of pimped the shit out of it. So we're going to try it. So download Flick. It's free. Uh, and the code to join the Scott and Liam group, or to find it, is just lowercase Scott, which I'm pretty pissed off at. <laughs> like, I say pretty pissed off. I'm fucking bailing about it. Jimmy, you got to lead with your best asset. <laughs> uh, so you should go along there if you again if you're not in the Facebook group it's a brilliant way to come if interaction really gets up there then that'll be like the kind of number one location we'll talk about the podcast yeah. uh, if it kind of falls flat then we'll just keep it to the Facebook group and you should just come and join it anyway so yeah check that out and we'll be back for episode 103 which no matter what he picks I'm going to make sure I fucking hate it and I'm going to slate it well I know what I'm picking so I know that's not going to be true So, catch you later, guys. Bye.